This is the Sons Batches Podcast, and I'm Josh. I'm Blake. And I'm Landon. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sons of Batches. This week, Mr. Balake is out. Bye, Bach. And we have Jim. B-Lock. A.K.A. Jimbo with us. How y'all doing tonight? All the way from next door. The long walk. It was a long commute, but I made it. <laughs> we should call Blake Bake for the rest of the night on this show. Yep. Because he took the L and stayed home with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bake is going to... Definitely miss. We got two bottles of whiskey tonight. Show enough. I have a Oak and Eden finished whiskey. Wheat Inspire. It's a weeded bourbon with an American oak barrels. And it says it was infused with orange liqueur and cognac. 116 proof. And it is the Joko Spire edition number one. This is a very interesting situation. The limited edition has been selected. Sounds bueno. Sounds like it need to try. And Landon's got a good one over there, too, from our good buddies at the Johnson County Bourbon Society. Oh, yes. This is some old scalp. This is the Fox. It's number 10, Johnson County Bourbon Society pick. Um, it comes with a hound also, the Fox and the Hound. You're supposed to try them together. We'll do that when Bake's back with us. <laughs> I want him to draw them too. So it's a smooth ambler spirit. So, and I will say this: everything that I've ever had that Landon bought from Johnson County Barber Society, I haven't had anything bad yet. Everything's been pretty damn good. Been good selects. Yes, for sure. So, matter of fact, one of my favorites was in theirs, the uh, Woodford's that was sweet, potato? sweet potato. Oh yeah, man. Yes, that was the bomb. Oh, it's fire, dude. Sweet potato bourbon. Yep. It just sounds North good. North Carolina sweet potato, too. Nice. It just sounds good. Oh, that was sweet. Oh, man, it smells great. Yeah? Smells sweet? Yeah, kind of. This is nice. the Oak and Eden that I'm pouring going to try. And, of course, we're going to try a little of that Old Scout as well. Which one you want to go with first? I want to hit that first. Yeah, okay. definitely the Oak and You going to partake in the uh, the whiskeys there, Jim? Yes, sir. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> Say when. That's good for now. All right. <laughs> As I was going to say, he's about to roll like two or three fingers there. I was like, fuck yeah. I always pour a little like, bit because I have been burned a couple times where I sit there like, man, this smells great. And I pour a big old yeah. pour of it. And I'm like. <laughs> that's why I brought my um, my glass tonight. It looks like that's a whole lot. <laughs> but it's like half of what he just got. <laughs> The, the tapered glass. Yeah, he looks boss over there. It's all about perception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like when you shave and your girl, you know, just looks a little bigger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put some chapstick in your eyeballs. <laughs> You're great, honey. You look wonderful. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, it smells great. What do you think about that smell? It, does smell it smells good. really good. I always like the cognac, mm-hmm. you know. Damn, right good. It is good. 
I was kind of scared. Bites hard on the first. I was kind of scared when I saw that orange liqueur on it. No, that's got a good aftertaste. Looks great. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Has on the bottle it says fire medium. I'd say it's a perfect. Uh, the hell does that mean? I don't know, but it's a perfect, uh, I guess, explanation because it's not too bad of a bite, but it's yeah, got a little little the, fire. What's the fire hard hardcore style? I have no idea. The fuck are you drinking? <laughs> good stuff, man. <laughs> Them hush puppy oil. <laughs> like, oh shit! Hardcore status. Yes. No, it's really good, man. I like it. It wasn't that expensive either. It was like um, price was point sixty range. Oh yeah, yeah. What's the proof on it? Uh, it was one sixteen. Oh yeah, the high proof. It's really good for a high proof. Sure right? is. Nowhere near as bad of a body as you would think. <laughs> what, generally, when the proof is higher, it'll have a little more. Oh, Normally, yeah. yes. Normally, you gonna have usually a- kicks you right in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really good, man, for that proof. Because normally when you, if you're, I guess I would say, you don't drink a lot of whiskey, uh, 80 proof is where you want to be at, where you can have some enjoyment out of it. And then as you kind of get more, more into like it. More like sweet tea around 80 proof. <laughs> you get yeah. to 90, 95, you're starting to want to cuss your grandma out. <laughs> but I tell you, the last, we've had, I don't know, two or three hundred plus proof ones here yeah. lately that have been real smooth. They have. And didn't really have that, uh, that bite that we're talking about i think the only one that kicked my ass was that dry fly pick from from uh, joko burmsa so that dry fly mm-hmm. dude that was hard it yeah. was hard but it was i mean still had good flavor yeah the aftertaste wasn't horrible but the, but just a bite it's like fuck what the hell it's like biting into a salad and expecting ranch and getting blue cheese <laughs> it's like what the fuck you know that makes me happy though i love blue cheese i do too i'm talking for all the non-believers yeah, I got picked on for that. I asked for extra blue cheese on my uh, black and blue cheeseburger yes. the other day. Yes. My buddy's like, what the fuck? You want extra blue cheese? Do you like, just like yeah. not want to taste the burger at all? <laughs> you know, a bitter taste just yeah. it takes over. God, I love blue cheese. Though. It's so yeah. fucking good, man. Especially on a salad or like and a... And somebody had to rock that shit to understand it and to get it. You know, for this, I fucking, I'm eating it anyways. But shit, this shit isn't too bad. Yeah. You do know it's blue, right? Yeah. Why are you eating it? <laughs> That's right. But it's got to have big chunks in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Chunks if you pour it out and there's nothing in it, it's, it's just liquid. Might as well be like, ran. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Agreed. Exactly. I think it almost is. It almost is without the chunks. It is. It's like the chunks make the blue cheese. When when it's not chunky and he's like he's talking about and it's melted or whatever, you, yeah. you can't even taste it hardly. No. Can't tell. And then the stupidest thing is the other week I was cooking some wings and I pull out this bottle of the blue cheese that my wife got it was in a squeeze bottle like the ketchup and the damn chunks wouldn't get through the, the tip of it <laughs> I, had to, I had to unscrew the top and pour it out on it i was like what the who hell? the hell came up with this idea gm designers most likely <laughs> definitely gm <laughs> that's just no engineering doubt. general but no doubt yeah <laughs> but specifically gm <laughs> That's good. I don't. I don't get that orange kick though. I don't, I don't get the orange hit. I, I was the, waiting for it. I got the cognac flavor in there. I can definitely tell, like a little bit of a, a cognac. Flavor. Oh yeah, no doubt. But it's great. It's, it's it a, is good. It's actually it is really uh, good. surprised me. It's actually better than expected. Cause like I, said, I saw that orange liqueur and I was like, Ooh, we shall see. <laughs> I don't know about this. 
But it was definitely something different. Yeah. Oh, the criminal's home. <laughs> Our next door neighbor got the letter from the HOA today to move his boat. They were going to evict him from the oh, neighborhood. Shit. He should have sent him a video of boats and hose. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking about that last week, actually. I was like, they allow him to park that there? Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, he was going to use my truck to move it. And he was like, why don't he I really use, wanted to. Why don't he use his Tesla? Well, he was, <laughs> hey, you laugh? There's a cat. I'm not laughing. There's a cat at my parents' place that they use their Tesla to move their boat with the boat trailer and everything. They got a Tesla with the I'm just saying, where's the on. hitch? You know? Yeah. Probably got to press a button for it to pop out. <laughs> yeah. But he had it all hooked up to my truck and he was like, you know what? Fuck them. I'm going to clean the thing first, just like I wanted to. I'm like, just move it on to my side of the street. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I pretend it's my boat for the night. I sold it. I, I, I sold it a for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> well, he it's his he boat. gifted it to me. If you just keep moving it from your I'm place saying. to the other, I mean, the notice can't last but so long. That's you right. know what I'm saying? I mean, they said move the boat. They didn't say where. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wait till they send me the letter. <laughs> 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 then we'll move it to Josh's house. Yep. You should, just put a sign. you should just put a sign on that bitch to say it says something like I identify as a parked car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like who the fucking argue with that? Who the fucking argue with that? That's right. You take it to court. Hey, it's 2022, but it's a car. Yeah. That's true. I'm just saying. It's a Are you African, a an African American transgender car? car. <laughs> they can't come near you. Hell no. And like I said, when they say something, say, Are you a bigot? Are you an autophobe? <laughs> autophobe, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> that's all right. I got my cordless hole puncher with me, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, <clears throat> when I was in the in the store tonight, I figured I'd tell you all this story again on the show here. When I was in the store tonight, picking out the old bottle of whiskey there this lady comes in and she says you know i keep hearing about all this moonshine we just moved here from new york jim and (laughs) she goes (laughs) and she's like oh is this good moonshine and she pulls out you know some shit they got at abc store that's just corn whiskey it's got moonshine on the front of it i told the lady i said i said ma'am you ain't gonna find moonshine here she's like well what's this I said, that's a joke. I said, that's fake stuff. That's been cut. I said, if you want real moonshine, you're going to have to find an old country boy, big old nice long beard like me out in the middle of the woods somewhere, and you that's where you're going to find it at. I said, Maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, look, the lady didn't believe me, too. We were telling her about it, and I said, uh, you know, real moonshine, you could put in your car, and you could drive your car around you're with damn it. Right. And she said, you fucking with me now. The lady behind the counter said, no, he ain't. <laughs> you <right>. can. <laughs> you won't have to buy as many fuel filters either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that shit's potent cleaned them injectors right up damn right that's what they race them top fuel dragsters with hell yeah yep the indie cars when those things if there's a fire in a pit or something like that you can't even see it burning you can just see the guy yep. running around screaming but yeah <laughs> that's but, right but what's up with the lady she don't know nothing about moonshine from up north i mean they don't no sir they don't have that up there at all 
No, just the crap you see on TV with those guys getting drunk in the woods. Yeah. So, China. sir, dur- during Prohibition, though, there had to have been something being run up there. Did they not do, like, gin or, or fucking, I mean. I'm sure they were yeah. making stuff in the bathtubs. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was maybe, maybe doing some wines or something. It be, wasn't something. likely, like Jailhouse yeah. One, but yeah, 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 I was yeah. reading, I was watching Peaky Blinders, and in the last season they were talking about how they were running alcohol through like the islands of Nova Scotia and Canada yeah, and yeah. stuff down to like the Irish whiskey and yeah. stuff like that. That's how the IRA was getting some of their funding as well. Gotcha. So. Yeah, they got a bottle of that shit out now. Um, that was on Peaky Monitors. What is it called? Oh, um, their like you, gin you, that yes. they were making. It's, it, is it gin? I think that was the original. The original I don't, I don't, thing it's, it's that got, he made. It has it, it, I mean, it's the it's the exact fucking bottle. Matter of fact, I went to Nick's uh, last weekend and we went out and uh, he said, "Dude, you gotta try this." And he slammed it on the table and I was like, "Oh shit!" It was the fucking bottle from Peaky Monitors, and like they're selling that shit now, yeah. dude. I it's, bet they're making a man. It's too. fucking dope, man. It's good too. Like I was expecting, like, to not like it. It's great. Like, I'm not a huge Irish whiskey fan, you know. Yeah. Um, not just because I'm Scottish, but like, <laughs> but I, I I never even liked Jameson until, until the Black Barrel. Until the Black Barrel. Right. Um, I I kind of liked the Conor McGregor shit. Yeah, um, that was good. It was proper twelve. Yeah. Yeah. But this stuff, man, it's just as good. It's an Irish whiskey. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely so. Like what a, makes Irish whiskey? I, man, I mean, I was I, told that they I need to lo- use Irish water. I would love yeah. to school it. you in that, but I have no idea. Like, I do know that much. It's, it's got to be Irish water. Yeah, I know they got to use that, but uh, the rest of it I couldn't tell. You. Yeah, different ingredients. I mean, we're all going to go to a class. I, I've, I'm trying to. I'm trying to leverage these guys to. Go to a class with me. No, I'm serious. In like Kentucky? No, no, not just there. Like, just like a class in general, just so we, we can get like a lot of like in-depth knowledge. So if, if, if I, I pick up on something that Josh doesn't or Blake doesn't, but they fill the gaps and they pick up on shit that I don't, but we go to this class together and then we're in, you know, we're in this conversation and then the next time these questions emerge, we got it, you know. Do they have one down at Joko Community College or what? I know that they do a, um, um, it's like a gun care and giveaway or whatever, and they do an actual bourbon class at Revival in Clayton. All right. They do it once a month. So, And it's it's pretty dope. You can sign up for it. Anybody can do it. But yeah. And then you actually get a fucking certificate for that shit. I wish they called it bourbonology because that would sound fucking awesome. But they don't. It's something totally different. But... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the separate. I, 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 I do know. I was looking at a poster the other day, and it showed all the different kinds of whiskeys and bourbons and gins and everything. And it showed them all grouped out. And then it showed the connections between the two and what created different things. Like a um, big family to make it all, kind Yeah, of to make it all work and how it worked. And it, and it was called the knowledge, the knowledge of whiskey is what it was called, which was great because it made a lot of sense. But... The problem is I don't have a photographic memory. You should have took a picture of it with your phone. Well, you can buy the poster for like 19 bucks on Amazon. You can like hang it up and like you can check it out anytime you want, you know. So you don't have to take a picture of my phone and try to zoom in while we're talking, you know. That'd be that'd be awkward. Have hang that up right here. <laughs> exactly. Right behind me. That'd be exactly. a good Christmas present. Hint, hint. That's right. <laughs> so when we move this shit to my house, you're going to have to ride with him when you want to join us. I don't ride nothing but. You just, what? <laughs> You heard me. 
You don't ride nothing but? Nut to butt. Nut to butt. I'm not talking about on a bike. I will be. <laughs> I'm talking about in a vehicle. Yeah, why do that? That's no fun. Well, when it, I don't know. Well, you're from up north. I can't say that 30-degree weather fuck with you. I just can't ride in 30-degree weather. Can't do it. I got heated gear, so I'm set. 50 is about where I'm going to cut off. 50, yeah. 55. Oh, yeah. Keep them, like, keep them hands warm. you good. Although, if I come home and have convulsions again, like I did uh, about a year and a half ago, or no, two winters ago when I first moved here and drove home from a clubhouse in the pouring rain at like 35 degrees and came in and had like six seizures on the ground while my wife was screaming at me. Yeah, you might not. You might not want to do that She'd probably just kneel on my neck this time. (laughs) (laughs) I can't breathe. Go get the pillow. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, the up the up north people don't know nothing about moonshine. I didn't know anything until I came. I escaped and came down here. Yeah, I don't know. I just figured everybody had heard at least heard about it and kind of what it was. You know. Well, I just, understand where it comes from and where to buy it. And I mean, not where to buy real moonshine. It's like, yeah, good old boy network. You need to know somebody to get your hands on the real stuff. Last time I had real moonshine has been ten plus years ago. Yeah, you talking about some corn shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I have some that in peach my house. was good. That peach. peach was good. It's cut, but it's good. Yeah. That peach out of Zebulon, that's good shit. But I don't know. I, I've had some good moonshine from around here. Um, but I've had some fucking really good moonshine from Georgia too. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know their history, but those. I've well, you would think, good fucking you know, from Georgia. Percy's got to have some type of ghost around here somewhere. Well, there's, some, well, there's something here. There's yeah. something here from his shit. Yeah. Um, just getting a connection on it, you know. Uh, just got to figure out how to get there. You got to have, but see, here's the thing, and I, I'm not I'm not knocking Moonshine. I think Moonshine's great. I understand it. I, I get it. I understand the, the reason why people loved it, because they couldn't get alcohol at the time. I get it. But if I'm drinking straight yeah, <laughs> alcohol. Rather Most of the time, it's whiskey. got some fucking color to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm, I can't see through it. Yeah, you know, or see through it well. Yeah, you know. So I just, I've never, I've never been a big gin fan. Never been a big vodka fan. Um, Same here. I don't like clear tequila. I just don't. Yeah. I like, I like some color in that motherfucker. I think the color is what brings the flavor for me. So I don't know. Just, I'm the same way. The only moonshine I ever liked was the peach moonshine, like you're talking about. I yeah. had some peach, and I would mix it. Or the apple pie. Yeah, the apple, apple pie is all right. Yeah, that was the apple pie was the only one I ever drank straight. Yeah. The peach I would always mix it with uh, Dr Pepper. Yeah. And then, um, like I said, if I'm sitting here drinking and sipping on something, I'm normally got some whiskey. Yeah. yeah somewhere. Yeah. We need an amber color. <laughs> That's right. They call it amber waves of grain for a reason. <laughs> So I've not got a hit on this shit yet, and I wanted to share this with you guys. I saw it tonight while we were eating dinner, um, and I posted it on my Facebook. And, and generally, let's see, this is about two hours in, and um, we've not gotten a like, not gotten anything. So I know there, I know there's some confusion there, and it's because it's I don't get political much, but I decided to tonight because I was pissed the fuck off because I'm sitting here eating dinner with my family, and. I see this mass shooting on the news. Mm-hmm. It's, in Thailand. it's in Thailand. Thailand? Right. Yeah, it's in Thailand. So, it says, Bangkok. 
During what was normally nap time at a daycare center around Thailand, a recently fired police officer armed with a handgun and a knife flew into a killing spree on Thursday and ended the lives of 36 people, 24 of them children, the authorities said. Okay. And that is horrible. Okay. So I share this for, for, for this reason only, and it's strictly political, but I also added to, to my, my post, this is absolutely revolting to my inner core. So please do not mistake my political opinions for a lack of compassion or sadness. That being said, we should now ban all handguns and knives. Okay. Because this dude was fired from the police office mm-hmm. and went in with a handgun. Now it don't matter where he went. It don't matter where he's from. It don't no. matter that he's not in the States. The whole agenda is completely tied to this reasoning. Okay. Yep. He went in with a handgun and a knife. And he killed 36 fucking people. Okay? He did not have an AR-15. Yep. He did not have an M-16. He didn't have a truck full of uh, cow manure. He went in with a handgun and a knife. Okay? Evil is fucking evil. Yep. Regardless. Well, he killed how many? 30? 36 people. 36. So the home, 24 of them were children. A homeboy in Las Vegas, I think, only killed like 50. Right. Was that had, the guy in the hotel? Yeah. He only killed like 50 people. Yeah, but he injured about 400. I know, but still, he had all the AR-15s and everything you think of. Yeah, he couldn't have been alone. Ain't no No, way. No. There's a reason you didn't hear anything about the Las Vegas shooter after it happened. I mean, you just heard one little bit, and that was it. They dropped it. Nobody ever said nothing else about it. They got. They don't want. They don't want to show any fucking facts on them. Why would they? Yeah. It matched their agenda. Yeah, exactly. It's, It's their agenda. But, like what you're talking about, it's evil. It's evil people. It ain't That's got right. nothing to do with the gun. This dude went up into a fucking preschool yeah. and murdered children, man. Yeah, I mean, that's pure evil. And if he went, you know what, though? This, this, is, this is my point. This is my only point here. If he went up in there with an AR-15 and murdered the same amount of people, it would be all over the fucking news. Yeah. Everybody be talking about it. They'd be talking about banning guns every fucking where or what the fuck ever. It don't matter that it wasn't in this country. The fact is, you can be evil anywhere with a fucking spork. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And why don't why don't they ban fertilizer? Yeah, because, I mean, that blew up Oklahoma City. You know what I'm saying? Why not? You don't. Yeah, it's it's absolutely retarded to me. You know, it's it's a fucking agenda. It's an agenda to take the control, no different than the Germans did, to take the control away from the people, yep. so that we have no voice and no say over what we can do to defend our fucking selves. Well, if we have no defense, what do we have? Well, what just happened the past two years? Look at what they've done. They closed down your business. They closed down your job. Everything. And pretty much took away a lot of what people owned. With the threat of a bullshit pandemic. Yeah. From And it was the threat that did it. Yeah. The threat caused more the threat caused more anguish than any did any sickness or any pandemic or any flu or any um any ailments. The threat the threat caused more problems and the fear caused mm-hmm. more problems than anything else. But look at what that's all tied to with all right, you got just that threat, and they shut down your jobs and everything, right? Then, afterwards, now they are raiding people's homes if you protested against it, pretty right. much. Or, you know, obviously January 6th was involved in almost the same type of stuff. Right. 
and they're raiding folks' homes and all that shit for that. Well, think about if you took away everyone's guns, <coughs> what would happen? No Ouch. doubt. <laughs> Take away the Second Amendment and figure out what would happen. If they're doing this stuff illegally already, right? what do you think they would do if nobody had guns or any way to... Defend themselves. What yeah, they be doing is what they be doing is exactly what's going on in places like Australia and Canada. In Australia right now, they just passed a law saying that it gives them the right to come and kick down your front door, mm-hmm. take you away, put you in like an internment camp, long for the plain fact of it, mm-hmm. and they can keep you there as long as they want, all under the guise of COVID, but. You don't even need to have been exposed to somebody with it or, or anything positive. else. But they took all, yeah, not, not, not even the testing positive part of yeah. it, but just if you were in contact with somebody, they might have, you know, like, so they took all the weapons away from them. They took all the weapons away from the people in Britain. Now, Britain's got a complete insane problem with people getting stabbed every other day. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. The only thing that's keeping the government at arm's length from the public is the fact that 500 million firearms are in our country. Yeah, exactly. You know? And if they can get rid of that, think about what they can do. Oh, they want to. They're trying everything oh, yeah. they can. That's, that's what's so scary to me. It's just, I mean, I jokingly, with my dad, just jokingly, like, hey... We get on the same train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just fucking with him. But unfortunately, if you were to take away the Second Amendment and what they're already trying to do, I mean, look at we had a president just call half the country terrorist. Oh, yeah. Of his own people. Yeah. You know, and not only is he calling them terrorists, but he's stealing everyone's money and then doing what he wants to do with it. You know, because you, you can take a poll right now. I'll promise you more than 70% of Americans do not want to give all that money to Ukraine. No. But yet that's our money that they stole from us to do that. Just like the gender studies in Afghanistan. What was it? $10 billion or some shit. Why? That's our money yeah. that they stole to do their own, which is money laundering anyways, all it is. But this, just take away that Second Amendment. And like I said, I hope we're on the same train. No. So there, was, there was recently <laughs> something in Congress where they had a vote. And I think out of, the, what is it, 453 representatives 10 of them voted not to send any more money to ukraine now it's not like we're handing them pallets of cash like obama did with the iranians and stuff like that but we're sending them millions and billions of dollars of worth of our weaponry Mm -hmm. so that leaves us shorthanded in case something happens fuels the war machine where all these people are these uh, what the heck companies all the Lockheed Martin and all that yeah all the uh, general contractors you know the those people are making hand, money hand over fist because of this and half of those arms are getting found on the black market they're not even being used and we have troops in Ukraine. No matter what anybody tells you, they are there. They are training these people how to use these things, you know. And at the same time, we have a, and they're so worried about 
the sovereignty of the Ukrainian border and Russia coming yeah, in, where we have an, an invasion yeah. on our southern border, where they have millions coming through. Just the other day, a guy tried to take an AR-15 off of a National Guardsman who was standing there at the border. Yeah. And it, it's just Ukraine was was and is the most corrupt country in the entire area. And it's just a money laundering thing, just like you were saying for the yeah, money for the Biden crime family. So, well, who blew up North Nordstrom? We did or Nordstrom? We did. I'm pretty sure we did. Hell yeah, we but did. They're trying to deny it. Like, well, why well, would Russia do it when all they yeah. have to do is flip a switch and turn it off? Yeah, Putin did it. Like, <laughs> why would you, why would you so. break break your own stuff? You know. I mean, if you told me maybe another European country like uh, England or somebody like that, maybe I might would believe it, but I'm pretty sure we did. No, they just didn't want Germany to be able to be in cahoots with Russia because they're trying to make sure they have natural gas for the winter. Yeah. You know, they want to they want to be able to keep the pressure on Germany as well. So. Well, have and, you noticed our gas prices have jumped up 20, 30 cent in just one day? No. It was three eleven when I filled up, and the very next day it was three forty nine. Yeah, but that's nothing compared to some of the like. My wife flew out to Oregon today, and she's paying six dollars a gallon. Oh well, they're damn. Well, no, they leftist weirdo, damn idiot liberal. But it's also happening. It's in this country right now. The gas prices are jumping because of uh, they're shutting down refineries, trying to. The whole green agenda, the, the next scam yeah, is they, coming yeah, along. Yeah, they're shutting the fucking pipelines down here. Oh, please. And sending all green energy, out, outsourcing it. Mm-hmm. It's oh. not even here. It's not even here we're trying to develop green energy. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> well, the bad part is, like, a, you know, we used... In it's my cri- line of work, it's crippling. We work it's at a lot of power plants and things like yeah. that. We used to work at two power plants all the time. And I mean every day, all the fucking time. Now... But, dude, I ain't heard from him in two, three years. Yeah. It's like we might have done one or two jobs and it's taking something <clears> apart. <throat> it ain't even running no more. That's bad. Was they Sharon Harris one of them? No, that's that's nuclear. Oh. Uh, so Sharon Harris is still going. Um, all the nuclear ones are still going. These are coal plants that were going that are no longer in use. So. Yes, the entire world has gone insane. I like the Iceland shit, man. Where What's they that? drill so fucking deep, they just pressurize the fuck. I mean, just they, they just use, use the, the pressure for yeah. And they use pressure to fucking and, and they fucking give everybody free energy. That's because like you're all, also living on top of a volcano. So well, it's great though. <laughs> it's a great energetic um, world they're living in. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got these pools there. They're like they, they have so much um, calcium in them. That people can go there with like psoriasis and shit, and they just like lay in the pools, and it's all free to the public. They just lay in the pools and the lakes and shit, and they just it fucking heals them. Yeah, it's like you know, okay, at some point we could all die, but well, I do think there's we feel more. really good right now. I think there's more people in the state of North Carolina than there are in the entire country of Iceland. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Have you been to Cary lately? <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I have. please, it's everywhere. Even this town's getting crazy. Yeah. Getting a shit ton of folks everywhere. That's because of transplants. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got Confederate blood, so hey, I, I back I, up. I ain't hating on you. My, my great great grandfather's North Carolina battle flag is hanging in North Carolina. 
What the hell happened? Museum. What the hell happened down the line to make them move away? Heck of I know. <laughs> Especially up in New York. Good Lord. Tell me about it. Well, I get it more back then than now. Yeah. You know? So, like, yeah, back I then guess. I could get it because it's like, I mean, you. if if I'm raised up as, as his great-grandfather, okay, if I'm living at that, in those times, and I'm like, God, it's popping up there, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go up there and open me a fucking restaurant. Oh, I'm going to go do this. Or I'm going to go. I get it more now or then than now. Yeah. Like, I would never fucking move to New York now. No. But unless it was like upstate or something, I mean, it's beautiful yeah, there. Yeah, upstate um, is different. But God's even country. then, though, still the taxes are still fucking yeah, retarded. Yeah. But, but upstate like, is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in the world. But like back in the day, man, in. like that's all you ever heard about. I mean, these people around here, it's like you, you run into like 14 people a week. Yeah. You know, and it's like you, you got your farm, you got thousands and thousands of acres, but you're still worth nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's just how it was here back then. Yeah. And then, so you want to be something, you go up there, you get you a zoot suit and then join a fucking ska band and you're good, you know? <laughs> you know, so I don't know. It's just different. It's like maybe, yeah. maybe they were, wait, they were in search of something. I'm not being devil's advocate here, you know, but maybe they were just in search of something more lively, something, something to build on, you know? I don't Could know. Could have been. It ain't happening now, though. Now everybody's moving here because they're trying to get away from the bullshit up there. They just need to leave their fucking politics. Like we've discussed exactly. many fucking times. Yep. Do not come here and turn it into what you left. Right. I like to see exactly. Cat- don't like expect the same. Res- don't expect different results if you're just going to bring your same bullshit with you. Exactly. Yep. I got no problem passing a hay, a hay barn and a bunch of cattle. I love it. But they're trying to make waterfront property. <laughs> and, yeah. and Percy Flowers. I mean, they're doing that shit. It's going down. Yeah, I know. Do you, know, do you, mean? Many, that, do you that, know how many more fucking people are moving here? That retention pond is Dude. considered waterfront. Do you know Dude. what's coming right behind our you, house right here? You would not believe it if you've seen this shit. It's supposed to happen in th- what three years? There's a 147 acre subdivision coming in behind our house. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Back here by the golf course and all these woods right here and we're, all that shit. We're gonna have to move to Warsaw. <laughs> no, Warsaw. There's what? nothing there. This, but hog farms, we could do it. Uh, we could have a village of gnats and hogs. Yeah, definitely gnats. <laughs> that's why I say uh, oh, sandy natty, and all that shit. Natty. Down there. God almighty. We can always move to the mountains. Man. That's where I'm going. If I'm going anywhere, it's going to the mountains. It's, it's an amazing to me just driving up 40 as soon as you get out of like, um, uh, what is it? Like, uh, Johnston County? Not even Johnston County. Like heading, heading west like um, Guilford. Guilford County, from yeah. Guilford County to, like, Black Mountain, it's just, like, fucking land, dude. Like, yeah. just untouched fucking earth and just trees and just beauty. Yep. It's like, man, put me in a cabin in the middle of that shit and fuck everybody else. That's because they're smart know? enough not to sell to all the developers. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. why I'm going west. When I retire, me and DR and talked about it. We're going We're west. going up the mountain, not down the mountain. Yeah. We're going, like... <laughs> TR was like, let's go to like Maggie Valley area. I'm okay with that, but I'm more thinking like. Maggie Valley gets a lot of traffic, though. It does. Um, but they do shut the whole fucking shit down for like a month. And you could just ride, you know, ATVs and, then, you know, yeah. so. I mean, Maggie Valley is a nice place. Yeah. It really is. Because Ash County is not a bad area. We're, you know, you, you seem to me more like a blowing rock type of guy. Around Boone, yeah, Ash County and all yeah, that. Dude. Yeah, hell yeah. That that's more like that's where I, I want to be more or less. But Tr now, wants to be. A there's more. a lot of fucking money in Blowing Rock. She would love that shit. I know. Tr would be like, oh yes, this is it. Yeah, but they let too many damn liberals around in them areas. We saw McLaren's, they two do. McLaren's. They do. There last time we were there. 
We saw two McLarens. Jesus. 300 some thousand mountains. cars. Them, boy, them boys up there, man, they could pick a banjo, <laughs> blindfolded, behind her back. They ain't never seen no fucking McLaren. They see that shit, they're like, what the fuck is that? Old, old lady wants some uh, moonshine down at the ABC store. I said, come on, honey, let's go on up there. Yeah, you can get some there. Oh, go yeah. behind the ABC store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll get it there. <laughs> I, li- I like the Ash County. I definitely like it. I- West Jefferson's my favorite. Yeah. Banner Elk and all that area yeah. out there. It's Give me around the um, Christmas tree farms. Yep. And I don't have to fucking buy one. I can just let it keep growing and just decorate that bitch. Well, that's what my buddy wants to do. He wants to retire, go up there and have a Christmas tree farm. And that's what he does. Just Christmas tree farm, rides around on his ATV, just riding around, checking on the trees and shit. And Keeping the bears out your trash. Yeah, and just. Trout, trout fishing. Yeah. Coon hunting. Hell yeah. That's a good time. Yeah, I could retire in the mountains, but Kim ain't going to have it. Where not she less, want to go? Not unless we, well, she wants to fucking live at the beach, but she told me we could just meet in the middle every now and again. I'm not too I'm opposed. I'm okay with that, I reckon. I'm not too opposed to the beach. Like we'll I said, I could do it either or. Yeah. But if I could choose, I'm probably going to choose the mountains because the beach, I got to deal with a whole bunch of fucking people. All the time. The mountains, I can be by it's myself. Seasonal. It's and, seasonal. Even if you're in a place that's you know, like really, really like um, um, rural, rural it's, it's not like. Right. Yeah, but we got... Everybody's got some type of tourism. Everybody. My, my wife and I picked up a couple acres down there in uh, Oriental. I might end up probably having to build a little house down there. Dude, Oriental's awesome, man. Yeah, it's empty. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. I like that. For yeah. now, it's empty. It's... Yeah. I, I hope mean, so, it's, but... It's down that way. It's going to get built up eventually. Yeah, it will. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure at some point, but... But yeah, Oriental's not. Right now, it's good, it's good. So yeah, I mean, you remember when Atlantic Beach and all that shit won't? Yes, nothing? I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Back when I was stationed down in Jacksonville, we yeah. would run around That's all over we that were area. Kids. We yeah, were kids. Exactly. Exactly. You guys were still. Yeah, we were running. We were making sandcastles. Yeah, I was catching sand fleas. That was me. <laughs> I was having to bite my ear while I was staying at attention, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I remember getting getting off work every day and riding out to North Topsail Island to go surfing, and there was nothing out there. Hell yeah! Sneed's Ferry was a handy mart and an ATM machine, and that yeah. was it. And yeah. The ATM machine was great because it gave it to you in five dollar increments. So <laughs> when it was the day before payday, you could get five more dollars out to get some gas. <laughs> Oh, you could get awesome, gas for five dollars, baby. What the fuck? Jeez. Hell, it was ninety cents back then, dude. I you saw get a, half a dude. I saw a dude today before I went to work. I stopped in at the Sheets because I needed gas and I needed something uh, something to drink. I didn't have coffee at the house, and I I went in there and the dude he come up in a leather jacket. Um, I'm good. You good? I'll take another. He come up PBR. in a le- he come up in a fucking leather jacket. I mean, looked kind of snazzy. I mean, but then but then again, he had like a you know the Tupac bandana, also. So I was like, okay, I was like, okay, whatever. He's confused. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I mean, it is what it is. He gets in front of me and he looks around like almost like he's embarrassed, you know. And he is like, I need a dollar seventy eight in gas, please, on pump four. And I want I wanted to be like, yo. Let me put $5 on that for you. I wanted to do that shit, but he got out so fucking quick. I ca- I, I said, hey, and he didn't hear me, and he kept fucking rolling. I was like, okay, it is what it is. But I wanted to be like, dude, you're not getting nowhere but, like, the next city. 
Like you're not you're next gas station. Yeah, maybe. You're, well, better be you're on not a, fucking moving. If he's on a moped, it might get thirty miles. I don't know what the fuck. I hope <laughs> maybe that's why he had leather on. It was like sixty some degrees this morning, you know. Yeah, it I felt great know. today. It did. But I don't know. I was dreaming about the golf course all day. No, oh, it was a perfect day for golf. God, yes. Perfect day. God which for me, any day's perfect day for golf because all I do is drink and hope to hit the ball decent at least <laughs> once. So, when you ready to go again? I don't know. I really Harper really wants to go. Okay. So I got to bring him. Okay. You know, he's been bugging the absolute shit out of me about going golfing. So, excuse me. I have him tomorrow. <laughs> By the time I have him, it'll be dark. You know. Yeah. So we're not we're not going to night's nice play. So. Isn't daylight savings time coming up soon? It's someday. It's yeah. November, right? Oh, and all the way in November? November? Damn. I think I, it's November. I have no idea. I think it's in November. But I have to Google it. Have you been to Night's Play? No. We do all their wells. Yeah. So we got like 12 fucking wells over there to like do all the irrigation and shit. Yeah. It's dope, man. It's all, it's all par threes. And it's like completely lit up like a baseball field. So you can play at night. The whole fucking nine holes yeah. is like a baseball field. So it's really cool though. Sounds like night skiing. I'm, I'm down to go for that shit. Oh yeah, it's fun, it. man. It's really fun. Nighttime's the best time I can go golf. In all par threes, man, that's gotta be cool. You know, you don't even ever pull out your driver. I don't know all par threes because sometimes that's the worst fucking hole in the golf course because you're sitting there thinking, ah, oh, it's the close, man. Shit. Yeah, it can be. The lights make up for it. Yeah, and the fountains and the ponds and shit, they're good. <laughs> it's right off of ten ten. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's an apex, apex carry, apex somewhere around in there. Um, it, it may be apex. If it's out like toward the west side of ten ten, because the south side it's the, not far off. Of, uh, if you take number one, because don't ten ten go through like South Raleigh and Garner area? Uh, don't it go like down to bottom like that, and then come all the way down to apex? Um, it does, but this this is up at number one. Yeah, it's north side. That'd be apex or probably. west side. Yep. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Apex. I'll ask the old lady. She can tell me. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's great, though. It's really fun. Maybe get us a discount. <laughs> we put more holes in here than you guys have. We need a discount. <laughs> How many? You said you got 14 wells? At least. Maybe that, 12. Maybe 12. How many holes they got? I think it's nine. Hell, yeah. You got more holes than they do. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Hey, come on, man. You got to give me a free hole for every well. They'd be like, give us a discount next time you come pull the pump out. Like, I can't do that shit. <laughs> Look, this is a one-way street, sir. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot discount shit. Ooh. Ooh. Sounded like a pop gun. That was, that was sexy. What proof is this one? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, 52.7. So, so 105. 105.4. You do the math, Josh. You're the Four. numbers guy. Jesus. Yeah, 105.4. All right. Good job. I went to Wake County Public School Systems. I Motherfucker, I went everything. to Nash County. That's <laughs> 10 times worse than Wake County. Right. <laughs> Oh, that, that smells good, Pass too. the old bottle around there, Jimbo. There you go, sir. Give me a little taste. 
There you go, Jim. Yeah. Get on it, Jimbo. Get into it, bud. Yes, sir. You I be, got nobody to wake me up tomorrow. You Except be the dog. Limping away from here. That's okay. Will might be waking you up trying to get your truck. I'll leave the keys in it. He can, he can buy me a truck. Ain't nobody stealing it out here. No, not out here. Yeah, I don't think too many people come down this block. And when they see our house, at least my house, they know not to come in it. That's what happened when I bought the house. I looked over at the neighbor's house. Saw Betsy Ross three percenter flag. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, I'll be all right. I did you I... like the Did you like the curtains, honey? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, the natural area looks beautiful, babe. Sure. <laughs> That's exactly what you were thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Your wife's still running a background check on me. <laughs> Well, there was no red flag there, Jim. That's because she didn't go into the federal database. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, That's got a good aftertaste. Mm. Smells like it's going to burn. No. This one won't burn like the uh, Oak and Eden. The Oak and Eden grew on me, though. It was good. The first sip had a little burn on the tongue, but... After a while, you just got used to it. It was good to go. Well, Scout ain't bad at all. No, that's good there. I love that aftertaste. It's yeah, smooth smooth I've, got to, I've got to taste it with the other. I think They're that, supposed to complement each other. Got yeah. You. I think this is a great, like, sipping whiskey. This it would be, is. like, a really great sipping one. It just, really is. The aftertaste is almost like, uh, it almost sweetens up at the end. Yeah. That's really good. Had that watching the ball game Hell Sunday. Yeah. Good job, guys. Joe Cobert Society, good job. Work, nice work. pick. Speaking of the ball games, guess who just won their division again? The fucking Atlanta Braves. That's right. Damn right. Number five in oh. a row. Does this remind you of the 90s or what, bro? Yes, dude. It's I mean. Fucking, fucking Chipper Jones. Dude, look. Greg Maddox. Look, check it out. Okay, I'm, I'm going to lay it out for you. In the 90s, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz. John Smoltz was fire, dude. Today, Max Fried, Kyle Wright, um, Strider. Strider is a a beast. He's going to be a damn. He's going to be something. He's going to be something great. Strider Glider. Morton is, he's like your uh, Avery. Yeah. He was like your, uh, was it Steve Avery? Yeah. And then, all right, first base, you got Fred McGriff. Yeah. Olsen. You know, then you got, I remember shortstop was Jeff Blauser. Yeah. You got. Uh, Dansby, third base, Chipper Jones, Riley. Yep. You know, uh, center field was Mar- Marquise Grissom, and you got uh, Harris. Yep. Out there in center, you know, I mean, a lot of things are like, dude, this looks just like the fucking nineties. Yeah, mirror image, man. Looks just like the fucking nineties. Just don't face the Minnesota Twins. We'll be good. <laughs> but they don't have Puckett no more. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh man. But like I said, I've seen a lot of similarities, and I'm just like, man, this is this is kind of nostalgic and cool as shit all at the same time. I love yeah. it. Because, I mean, five in a row. What did we win in the 90s? Was it like 14 in a you row? Know, Something like that? It was a lot. I think the first time I ever stayed up and watched an entire fucking game, like before <laughs> I went to fucking, like, to to bed, to go because usually my, my parents would be like, no, go to fucking bed. 
because yeah. baseball games are always late as fuck, especially when they're in the postseason. Yeah. Yeah, they don't start till eight o'clock. Right. Instead of the usual seven. So exactly. So it my ain't dad over till eleven o'clock. My dad's in like Texas or some bullshit. My mom's like she's cashed the fuck out because she's working like two jobs, and I'm like I'm watching this shit, <laughs> and I stayed the fuck up the whole fucking night, and it was like a, it was a um, maybe game four or something like that. It was like I think the series was like a one to two or something like that, and it was so it was game four. Uh, and I mean, it's not like it was a World Series or nothing, but I remember, I remember this game, dude, because I stayed up the whole fucking night to watch it. And the whole day at school, the next day, I was like, "Fuck!" Like I was just, I was obliterated. I could, I could, I couldn't even hold my head up hardly. And I got <laughs> home, and I caught a second wind, and I was like, "Yo, Keith, you trying to play some basketball?" And we just fucking jammed out. You know, we did our thing, and I played some music before I went to bed and shit. And then the game was on again that night. And I was like, I'm going to fucking do it again. I'm going to watch it. And I got maybe two, three innings in, and I was cashed the fuck out. I was gone. <laughs> My mom literally woke up at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. She was like, what are you doing? And it was like, at that time, it was like some fucking infomercials on. It's like, that's what happens with TV back then. It oh, goes yeah. from good shit to infomercials for the rest of the night until 6 o'clock or you 5 o'clock or whatever. Fucking de- Yes, 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 yes. But this was a little after that. This was a little after that. But <laughs> it won't like the three channels and it's like. <laughs> yeah. But she woke me up. It's like, she's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I felt I was studying. <laughs> and I went up, I went to bed and I was, I was like. studying baseball. I was studying this game. <laughs> but. It's, it was funny to me, though, as an adult, I think back to that. I'm like, dude, I, I was such a fucking, like, I was such a weak link, you know. Like, yeah. I couldn't hang, you know. But now I could I could literally stay up and watch any fucking game I want to. Yeah. Because it's like, ah, it's just work, whatever, you know. <laughs> so. Well, kill me at a damn West Coast game. Don't start till, like, 10 o'clock. You're like, yeah, oh, I can't watch How this. in the fuck do you even do that living here, you yeah. know? Like. Well, this is what I always wanted to like, especially when it comes to, you know, football games or something. Like, they had a Monday night game where I think it was the Chargers. Yeah. And it came on at, like, 10 o'clock. Yeah, why, would, why wouldn't they not, like, oblige everyone that lives here? Exactly. Well, well, we oblige them. Especially yeah, no for doubt. A, because, especially for a Monday night game where yeah. the whole country is involved. Yeah. Start at 6 o'clock, West Coast. Well, and that's why primetime starts around 8, 8.30, because that's when everybody on the West Coast is going to get off work because it's 5, 5.30 there. Do you see the fucking Facebook picture no. of the, the, the dude? He's an old dude holding his kid's eyes open. He's like making him hold his <laughs> eyes open. He's like, this is this is um, the NFL trying to make us watch the Broncos play on primetime. <laughs> it's ridiculous, Pretty man. Much. Like the Broncos should not even be on primetime this year. No. Or last year or the no. year before. Uh-uh. Not uh, since for that Peyton. matter. No. No. So, not since Von Miller left. You know what I'm well, saying? Yeah. Like, God. So I guess they're up to the wild card games right now. So, uh, well, they started just yet. Yeah, not, not tomorrow. Yet. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. There's yeah. eight game. Uh, there's four games of eight teams, and the early game starts at noon. Then two o'clock. Then four o'clock. Then eight o'clock. But it ain't gonna be none of our guys because your Yankees got a first round bye, and my yes, Braves sir. got a first round bye. So yeah, it's so you Yankees fan, huh? Yes, sir. So you you didn't follow your granddaddy as far as that goes, then your great grandfather. Well. Unfortunately, unfortunately growing up, <laughs> unfortunately growing up, uh, it's when there was only channels two through thirteen, and 
every night the damn Yankees would be on Channel 11. And I mean, I'd, it, I'd be in the TV room. I'd be getting ready to watch like the A-Team or Wonder Woman was coming on. And yeah. my old man would come in the room and be like, all right, now I'm for the Yankees. Because they played every single game on public TV oh, back yeah. then. Oh, yeah. And I'd be sitting there like, I'm getting ready for Mr. T and getting to check out freaking what's her name, Linda Linda Hamilton. Yeah. You know, and my dad would be like, oh, she got some nice boobs. And then he'd be like, all right, we're watching the Yankees. And he'd be like, you ain't got to leave, but we're watching the Yankees. Enough of like, them titties. And I'd be like, fuck them damn Yankees. I hate them and shit. But uh, <laughs> growing up, you know. I don't know what it was, but I couldn't root for the Mets. You know, I, really I don't, get it. I, I don't, no, fo- I I don't follow yeah. uh, minor league baseball. We, we completely but. understand not rooting yeah, for the Mets. Okay? I get that. I get that. The Mets got all the leftovers from the Brooklyn Dodgers when they yeah, moved out to that's LA. Right. That's so right. it's like everybody from Brooklyn's like, "Well, yeah, I'm a I'm a Mets fan," you know. And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." But <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until I grew a little bit older that I came to respect the, the the Yankees for the team that they are. But, I don't know, everybody hated on Steinbrenner, but, you know, he did what he had to do, oh, yeah. you know, to make championship teams. So, And it isn't like, yeah, they've had their years where they 98, 99, you yeah. know. But even then, they only had the, the, the 98, 99, and then it was like 2001 again, and then maybe like 2004, so... Nowadays, it's not like you're getting a, a long run. It's not right, like right. Yeah. there's so much talent well, spread out everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's so hard to do that nowadays. It is. They've made it, it where, is. I mean, look at the dynasties are hard. Dynasties like are that. hard. Yeah. Just, yeah. Some of the rule changes, though, boy. It's, I mean, I was watching earlier this season, and all of a sudden they went into extra innings, and I'm texting my old man like, "What the what the hell's going on? Why is there a man on second base?" He's like. Oh, yeah, they started that to try to speed up the game. He's like, I think it's one of the stupidest rules they've yeah. ever. Oh, wait till next year. Oh, ne- please, next year they're. They're banning the shift. No, no, no. Not, trust me. That's the least of the, the problem. Yeah. Next year there is a time clock for yeah. the pitchers. Yeah. They have 18 seconds. Yeah. They're doing that in the monitors now. Yeah. yeah. Well, they yeah. tested everything out in the monitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're testing out. I was watching the Durham Bulls. The Bulls. They were in the AAA uh, World Series. And uh, they had already started with the challenges on pitches. Yeah, like this dude can be like called a strike on a on a pitch, and he can turn oh, and oh, tell oh, his coach. Oh yeah! If they bring that shit to the majors, that's going fucking. I mean, we talk about slowing the game. Yeah, down. exactly. That's, yeah. Why, that's why they're trying to speed the pitch count. But they're only up. getting like a certain amount of those for per game. Like yeah. you get like. Four or five, I think, or something like that. They're only testing it at the minor league level right now. But, um, yeah, the batter is only allowed a certain amount of time. Like, they can't just walk out of the box and adjust their jock strap and gloves and pads and all that stuff for 10 minutes. And the pitchers, that's where it's really going to start to come into play. I don't even mind that so much because it gets really fucking boring for everything to just pause for a second. You're like yeah. you can almost go take a fucking piss while they're fucking getting their gloves right and like Jesus man. Just yeah, get oh, back in it. there and hit the fucking ball. You know? Well think about us. When and, we, and, and when I we would, were playing ball as kids. Yeah. What do you think they would have told us where they're doing that shit? <laughs> exactly. Get your look, ass in the box look, this is my point. This is my point. I've got I've gone to and and both of my oldest kids play travel ball. Okay. Yeah. So I've gone to travel ball games that have lasted longer than the last Mudcat game I went to. 
We went to the Muckhead game. We were there for two hours and 12 minutes. I was like, what the fuck? And we were leaving. And I was yeah. like, I thought we were going to have like a whole evening, you know, But well, what was the there. score, like two to one? No, no, no. They were fucking, dude, those fucking, what was the uh, Pelicans? Yeah. Dude, they had like 14 fucking runs, Good man. God. This one kid <laughs> made seven of them himself. He, he was legit. So what you're saying, he's in AAA or the but, pros now? But, oh, he's got, well, I don't know if he is yet, but it's going to happen soon. Maybe at the end of the season, but dude, I'm telling you, man, it's like that that fucking pitch timer, it fucking made the game so fucking fast, man. It was wild, and and, and the umpire can call the timer off. So there was a couple times where it would get almost there, and then he would wave it off, and he would start over, and we didn't understand why, but you could tell like he knew the pitcher needed a little more time or whatever, but they, and they would adjust. But for the most part, they were making those pitches a lot right. faster. The batters had to be fucking ready. And I don't, I don't mind it so much uh, <clears throat> about the pitch clock because I don't mind the game going a little bit faster. Right. But I do feel like if people watch baseball and they tell you it's boring, it's because they don't understand baseball. Oh, yeah. Because there's so much no going doubt. on in right. a game that, that you yeah. don't – until Dude, you get to an older age, you don't even understand all the little things. Baseball is like, one of the hardest like the fucking shifts. sports to yeah. ever to, – to fucking explain to anybody that has no idea what the sport is. Sure. It's yeah. got to be the hardest fucking sport to understand. Yeah. I think football comes in a close second because – So many different rules. All I'm like fo- – sometimes in football still, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> – there's it's, so many moving parts going on. It's a hard on. fucking thing to understand. Like, they don't throw flags, and I'm like, what the fuck did he – I thought he's supposed to not let him catch the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought that was the whole point of it. Well, the problem with football – and baseball is going to get that way eventually, but football, the problem with that is what we grew up and what we learned is not the same game. Right. Because when we grew up, if the wide receiver catches the ball, the DB is supposed to hit him as hard as he possibly yeah, can to yeah. get that ball out of his hands. Yeah. Now that's a, a penalty. That's right. Now that's, that's a flag. Right. So, you know, when we're growing up, a good play now is a penalty or even an ejection. Exactly. And you're sitting there like, what are you, what are you talking about? When I grew up, that was, that was perfectly fine. That was a great play. Yeah, it's like exactly. get to that quarterback and wreck him. Exactly. But, and it's like now it's like, oh, got to rip the flag off the side of his pants. No, <laughs> now it's so fucking ridiculous. You can't put your body weight on the quarterback. Now, how are you going to tell somebody 350 pounds that he can't put his body weight when he's trying to tackle the guy? Like, what the fuck? It's, yeah, the linemen are going to be 180, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's getting ridiculous with a lot of those rules, especially for the quarterbacks because, you know, they're trying to protect the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Mannings and the Patrick they're Mahomes. They're trying to uh, protect their investments. I mean, nobody I get fu- it. Nobody fucking protect the Big Ben. What the fuck None. up with that? Nobody, like, nobody gives a shit Newton. about that guy. Cam Newton got fucking wrecked. Let me tell you, Ben Roethlisberger is one of my favorite quarterbacks. Dude. They didn't even go after the guy that hit him in that semi. Dude, he, he <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, dude. They didn't. <laughs> Man, he he was one Knocked of my favorites. Knocked him down, he just brushed it off his shoulder and got back up. He's one of my favorites to watch, though, man. He was yeah. so fucking just like. Big Ben, and I mean, he, was he was just tough too, and just too, he was stood just in there ruthless, and threw it right man. there. I loved, I love, I love Stafford too. Yeah. Now, now the last two seasons, obviously going to the Rams, he's not the same quarterback. But I love he's, watching him with Detroit, though. You got to think, oh that, my Matthew gosh. Stafford's our age, bro. I know, think but about still, me and you out there trying to sling that. I'm shit not right saying, there. I'm not saying that he's not the same as far as his, his abilities. I'm saying as far as his gameplay, right. his choices. It seems now that he's not. 
he's not as liberal with his choices. I feel like he should. I feel like he should have brought that same gameplay and be like, "Fuck it, dude. I'm fucking. I'm, I'm for hell marrying this bitch. Fuck it." Right. But now he don't play like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, before that, it was it was fucking. I mean, it was fu- he he would just he would pull trick plays and just like. I just love to fucking watch him play. Dude. Well, he's had a hurt shoulder for the past two years, and it's still hurt. That's another thing that's kind of well, messing maybe, up. Maybe we got to chalk it up to the shoulder then, because it is a lot of it actually. Because uh, you can tell with the zip on his ball ain't what it used to be, and so he's not doing some of the same. Because I remember he used to throw the fucker sidearm and shit. Yeah, I, ain't seen him I do love that, in a while. that shit, dude. but I ain't seen him do that in a while. He was yeah, always, he was always my a, first pick on like fantasy and shit. I will always pick his ass up regardless. You'll see a lot of players that get start to get older that get a little bit of an injury and like just for example on the Yankees you got Stanton mm-hmm. who he got hit in the head with a ball, you know, and I don't know when that exactly happened, but I just know that like he went out on the DL not too long ago, and since he's come back, he really hasn't hit nothing. But he doesn't get in that box like like he used like, to. Like the Yankees have this one dude Rizzo. Yeah, that dude's been hit uh, like over Rizzo, a, my cousin, 198 times or something. Like he gets right up on that line in the box and he don't move. He actually got hit one time this year, and the the, the ump was like, "No, you ain't getting that base. You leaned into it." He was like, "What?" But he won't move. Rizzo's you know? cool though, which I like Rizzo because, like I said, that's my mom's maiden name. That's gotcha. the other half of my family. So I was like, "Yeah, he's my cousin." Yeah, he's probably no relation whatsoever. But still, I fuck with people all the time. Just yeah, like Wally Jordan. But, but you'll see day. that like a player that gets a serious injury is going to change his style of play. I'll, I'll give you based the, on that. You well, know? I'll give you the perfect example of uh, a player that changed the way he played after an injury. Joe Theismann. Well, of course, <laughs> but it, it falls along the same Redskins quarterback, Robert Griffin III. Robert Griffin III, he was rookie of the year. He was playing great. Then he got hit in the playoff game against Seattle, hurt his leg. Ever since then, you can sit there and watch him, and he threw scared. He was scared of folks around his legs all the time, and he was throwing scared. But if he wasn't throwing scared, that's when he was rookie of the year, and that was his whole downfall. That's because all that the one fucking, fucking injury. Everything hits harder in the NFL. Way harder. That's why I love to see these fucking. It's just, I mean, I love I love to see these fucking. Co- now I'm not saying college football isn't great. I love it. Okay, it's awesome. I have a good time watching it. But when these boy, when these big boys come to the fucking NFL, their eyes are open wider. Okay, because oh, yeah. this is the best of the best. This is yeah. the this is the league. They're they're the ones who made it. Out of you know, they're the one percent that made it, right? And they're all gonna for your ass now. Oh and yeah, it, it makes definitely. it makes it totally fucking different. Well, here's here's a perfect example. I remember it was Johnny Manziel's rookie year. You know, Johnny Manziel was known for running around, yeah. and nobody could catch him, and he was pretty fast, right? Well, when the linebackers, I think, chased him down, tackled him, or whatever, and the first thing he was yelling at him was, "We all that fast now, boy. We all that fast yeah. now." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I mean, you got linemen and linebackers that are running four six, four seven. Like, holy shit, bro! Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think Michael Parsons ran like a four five. Yeah, that's hurting you. Oh my! You're talking about a guy that's two hundred and fifty plus pounds of solid muscle. It's like a dump truck with no Jake brakes. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that's that's what amazes me about it. And people, uh, I, I use the same analogy that we're talking about right now with rugby. 
you know, folks talk about, well, rugby, they don't use pads. I said, yeah, well, they don't have some big guy that's 250 pounds of solid muscle running a 4540 either, do they? No. <laughs> you know, running straight at you. I don't want all the pads I could get. Ooh. What you think about that, though? That whiskey? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that one got me. That was good, though. <laughs> I got to shave my beard. I'm Continuing getting a lot of flavor taste. savers you got, there. You still got some orange flavor in there? Sure do. Some mandarin. Got some lunch in there. <laughs> got some kielbasa for dinner. I can taste the barbecue on it. Damn. <laughs> I tell my wife I'm trying to get ready for Santa Claus. I'm going to be Santa Claus this year. Hell yeah. You already got the belly. Exactly. I just need the white beard. I got the beard. It just needs to be white. I could do that artificially. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I'm going to be for Halloween. Me too. Hey. I'm growing my hair out, as you yeah, can tell. Yeah, I've seen that. So I'm trying to do something with it. I was going to be the dad from um, the Brady Bunch. I heard he was gay. <laughs> so perfect for you, yeah. bud. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I don't mind like playing a gay person, whatever, you know. <laughs> Unless somebody on tries to grab my ass or nothing, I'm good. I said, no, just don't act on it. Exactly. But yeah, my wife went out. She came back with the costume for the two of us. I'm gonna be peanut butter, and she's gonna be jelly. Hell yeah! <laughs> Her big loaves of bread with peanut butter and jelly. On I it. think. I was like, well, who's gonna be the banana? <laughs> Look, it ain't gonna be Declan. He's he's gonna be a Ninja Turtle this year. I think I should be Fred. That's an awesome fucking costume for a kid, though. The Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I love the Ninja Turtles. Well, it's great, too, because... Does he like, have a favorite? Uh, I Don think Tello, so. right? Yeah. Because I think he's he the purple? one... Purple? Yeah, he told me Donatello was I think it's favorite. the one with the orange. Oh, Michelangelo. Yeah, I think it's Michelangelo. Oh, no, it's orange Raphael. No, orange is Michelangelo. Red was Raphael. Red is Raphael. Okay. I'm Donatello because I'm a purple fan. Yeah. I like Donatello. I think I it might be it. based on the weapons that they have more than anything else. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. Like, well, I get that as a kid, though. I get that. Oh, yeah. Michelangelo was everybody's favorite because he skateboarded, always had pizza and Always shit, had pizza. Hell and yeah. nunchucks. Every yeah. kid loves fucking nunchucks. Every kid. Every fucking kid. Hell, yeah. I remember no making my own. Them, Hell, yeah. <laughs> Come on, I'm going to do this. Some fucking Whack rope. myself and some... in the nuts. Yeah. Like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, more than once. See, it was great when I was growing up. uh we had this thing on Channel 7. It was the 4.30 movie. And the whole week would be like a theme. And like one week it would be like Vincent Price movies or, or something else. And we'd always have like every once in a while there'd be a whole week of like the Kung Fu movies. And then Saturday mornings, instead of uh, cartoons, there'd always be a channel that always had like the old school Kung Fu movies on. It was great, so... That's when me and my brother would fight all morning long. My parents were trying to sleep off their hangovers. Figure out why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me in the, in the TV room. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we'd take the vinyl the vinyl cushions off the, the couch and slide <laughs> down the stairs on them. Yes. Crash into the wall at the bottom. Dude, so my mother had this and my father. She's my mother and my father. I get them confused sometimes because my mom was my mom and my dad most of my life. But anyways, so they had this pop-up camper 
and it had these fucking long ass cushions. Yes, I remember that you, that you those. had to flip them over, and they they become yeah. the bed. Yeah, but they were long, but but one side was really soft. The other side was like plastic, but it was like really slick. Yeah, we got those cushions and rolled them up like a sled. And we went down the fucking stairs on them bitches. And oh, they yeah. went like so a, fucking fast, especially when mom didn't sleep for the week. Because <laughs> there'd be like dust all over them. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I almost died a few times. <laughs> but luckily, we live really close to the, the doctor's museum at Bailey. <laughs> I could ride my big wheel there. So nice. there were some leeches in there to heal me, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a good time. The good old days. God, it was so oh, great, yeah. man. I, I wish I could. Go, I wish I could go back to a time where I didn't have to worry about. So, what do I need to do to make sure I get this car inspected? Or tell me about my, it. My my worries used to be like, can I make this light bill? And I praise God, and, and I'm very thankful to the God above that I don't have those same kind of worries because I used to worry about that light bill a whole lot more than I do now. Now I'm just like, fuck. Two hundred forty dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah, shit. shit and you just sign one hundred and twenty. Right, and you just sign a check and you let it roll. That's a different kind of worry, though, because I used to worry like, "Fuck, how am I going to do this?" Yeah. Now my worry is like, "Oh my gosh, okay, I'm, am I going to remember to to do my yearly physical for my <laughs> CDL?" Okay, what I, my worries or like, okay, my son's going out this weekend. True story. He's going out this weekend. He wants to go to a homecoming game at his high school, and he's going with his girlfriend to a haunted house in Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a long way from home. I know I can I can procreate at least four babies between here and there. You know what I'm saying? Like my worries are different now, and I praise the Lord for yeah. them. But they are still worries. Do you yeah. remember the time where you used to wake up and your only fucking worry was, did Mom get my favorite pop tarts? Did she put my favorite cereal in the in the cupboard? Yep. You know what I'm saying? God, I, I I yearn for those times. Yes. We will never have them again. Well, I think life has gotten too fast now for that. Because those times were a lot slower, a lot less worries, because you didn't have – it seemed like to me back then everything wasn't so regimented. You didn't have to well, be Well, maybe fast for us, but not for our kids, though. You know, like, our kids are still waking up like, oh, please, I wonder I, if Dad I, got my favorite cereal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. I'm, I'm talking about just time as far as, like, the jump from being a kid to an adult. And, and I don't know how you guys were. I'm pretty sure. Never mind. I already know. <laughs> Let me not even fucking go down it. No, let's fucking go down it. Let's go. I, I, I have seen children and children beside me even when I was a kid go from kid to an adult really slowly. And I understand and I know that you guys did it a lot fucking faster than most people because you're like me. Right. You know, yeah. I know damn well when you were 17 years old that you weren't thinking about, well, I wonder if my mom packed my lunch. You know what I'm saying? I know that that didn't fucking happen. Hell, you might have been paying your own fucking bills at that time even. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, it's just, we're, we're different. It's a different cloth. And now you don't yeah. see that. I got a kid that just put his two weeks notice in because he don't like the kind of hard work he's doing with us. And he's going to go work and be a manager at a fucking, what the fuck is it? I don't know. I, I forgot he's what gonna it is. He's going to be a barista? Like a, it's a department store or some shit. He's going to go be a manager there instead because he don't like that we're challenging him and making him work every day and we're not paying him what he feel like he's worth. Second, First of all, you got to be on time 
consecutively for more than five days to be worth any fucking thing. Well, first off, you have to be worth something. Right. He's not. So yeah. it's just like those kind of kids, like we're, yeah. we're not, this dude is already over the age that I was when I was paying all my own fucking bills. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? What happened? Cause you, like you're talking about lunch money and shit. 15 years old is when I got a job. Yeah. From that point on, lunch was on me. There won't no, hey, mom, let me get lunch money. Did you make my lunch? No, it's no. whatever the fuck I wanted to do because it was on me. And my job paid for my lunch. That's right. And th- that which, again, that's also the reason I had to do that grade in school because, you know, the teachers, I got four and five different teachers. There, Here's an hour of homework per teacher. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, I'm going to fucking work. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I go to work and don't do any of the homework. And come back. Why didn't you do your homework? Because um, I worked at ten o'clock last night. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. You know, look at all the grease on my fucking forehead. Don't yeah, you just see how Diddy got it made because their their lunch lady at school is their mama. So <laughs> there she, you go. She slides them them extra pizzas and shit. Nice. Which the pizzas ain't worth a fuck now. What? They ain't yeah. Good like they no, used to I be? went back into school to eat lunch with Harper one day. They make the pizza out of wheat bread. Bad. The fuck. Really? Best way to fuck up a pizza. Are they doing like the gluten shit? Yes. Oh, my God. They don't even have honey. Look, when I was in high school, you could buy a honey bun and a Mountain Dew. Yeah, I remember You can't do that no no more. Thank you, Obama. Michelle Obama. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. That's Michael. She she took... Michael. (laughs) Thanks, Mikey. (laughs) She took fucking... She took fucking caffeine, sugar, and everything great out of the fucking... I don't have a clue, we used but they to have, don't like, have honey buns. I mean, we used to have vending machines where you go get the honey bun, the, the soda, the drink, whatever you wanted. That's true. Dude, joke of, joke of the night. I'm a good, I got a, a good buddy of mine. He always has this joke. He said, man, I'm about to make that shit look like a honey bun wrapper. <laughs> and it's a great, it's so fucking great. Oh, my God. I had to throw that in there. We got to get at least one joke of the night when we do this shit. I'll try my best to have we one need, handy. I got a good joke. All right, what is it? You ever hear about Come the, on with it. You hear about the man with the five dicks? What'd he do? When he put his pants on, they fit like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good shit. That's great. Yeah, but uh, as far as our younger generation today, it's the entire pussification of America. And Most definitely. Taking dodgeball out of school. The, oh. Was the start? No, and, hold on. Touch. And the participation. Did they not do dodgeball and the participation? Anymore? They can't play the trophies tag. for everybody that plays a sport. They can't play tag anymore oh because if they tag a girl in her chest area that doesn't oh. have fucking boobs at six, seven years old, oh, you're, not allowed to say, all off you're not allowed to you're say not. tag her yet. You got to say tag her. They, they, them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's they do. They fear masculinity, and it all comes back to what we were talking about earlier with the entire insanity that's going on in the world today. And it comes down purely to good versus evil. But if and it comes, it's the same as them trying to take all our weapons away from us. If they they want to take the male role models out of the family, they want to make our the the men because. When you have strong men that teach other men and younger children to become to men, to be strong, yeah, it, it you know now like what you were saying about the kid at your work. So I have a twenty-one year old, 
And he hasn't spoken to me in about a year because the last time I was up in shithole New York. Um, was that the kid I, I met? Yeah. So I found out that um, my ex had shipped off my other son, who was 18, to live in Massachusetts with her brother because he failed 11th grade because she's essentially abandoned these kids. But regardless, she would never contact me and say, hey, I can't do this anymore, whatever, whatever, long story. But so I go up there a few, like a month ago to go to a buddy of mine's wedding. And I go by my parents' house where my son's living because he don't live with his mother. And I'm like, hey, can we talk and try to maybe see if we can repair whatever is going on with this relationship? And so I go over there and I sit down and I'm like, hey. All right, I was like, so what is going on? Where, what is the problem, you know? And first thing that comes out of his mouth is, what do you feel about Roe versus Wade? And I'm like, what the fuck? Where is this coming from? I'm like, I'm like I feel that abortion is murder. That's my stance on it. There's very few exceptions where I would even consider it. I am a sinner. I have repented. I've had done things in my past that I'm not proud of, but I have worked through them and become a better man. But here or there, you know, like the conversation progressed through Roe versus Wade to eating meat to the conflict in Ukraine. And and I'm like, so what are you doing for work? So when he was like 19 years old, when he got out of high school, he went and took a college class on welding and then he just figured that he wanted to pursue that and he went to um a tech school you know paid like whatever ten fifteen thousand dollars went to a year-long tech school and became a welder and so when he tried to start finding work i could have got him a job oh i understand that but he's got a girlfriend and she lives in manhattan going to college and she's mm. got him brainwashed mm. and i I mean, trust me, I understand at that age, like Churchill said, if you're not a liberal when you're 20, you have no heart. But when you're 40, if you're not a conservative, you have no brain. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it's so I'm like, so what are you doing for work these days? Oh, I'm working in a warehouse. I'm like, so what happened to welding? He's like, oh, I was working at this one company and we were making cabinets. And but all I did was keep welding these same couple things. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the point. I was like, you understand that you need to start at the bottom and work your way up. You know, like I've built houses up in New York for 20, 25 years. And when I first started framing houses, I just carried wood. I carried wood for a year. I did nothing else. And then I got to a point where I was allowed to start cutting things, you know, and then yeah, I, yeah. and it wasn't like I was cutting anything important, but you work your way up, you know? And yeah. These kids today feel like, like this dude feels like he should be making forty dollars an hour right out the box, and I'm like, that's not how it works. No, you know, like no. you have to progress through the stages of. It's like it's like they all want to want to want to have what they think they deserve, and and then show the potential instead of fucking. Well, that's because they're only listening to what they see coming through exactly. their phones. Yeah, and exactly. It's like yeah. that's not reality. No. No, you know what I mean? no. It's like insane. Look, sometimes you got to fucking put your nose to the grindstone for fucking years before somebody recognizes your value. You know? Oh yeah. And, and I, I I never even asked for a raise. 
until I was almost like seconds from leaving the company I was in. And and that that literally happened like that literally happened like two years ago. I think I was eighteen years into this company. Never asked for a raise, not ever. Because had they given you raises? Absolutely. But it's because they seen the performance. They sure, saw what it, was happening. It was based on everything. your yeah. performance. It wasn't just I almost felt like I wasn't supposed to. You know? Yeah. It's almost like I was like <clears throat> I just gotta fucking show what I can do and just and just yeah, my let work's it, gonna speak and let it resonate. Me. Yeah. And and until then, but see after that see I always worked for uh two gentlemen. We just lost one like two weeks ago. So I worked for these guys, and they could see my performance. They could see what I could do, and they would pay me accordingly. But once they retired and, and the younger generation took over, which is around my age, but they're the ones who run the company now, it was a little bit different. Now it was like, okay, well, we got to make all these bills. We're going to make yeah, this it's happen. All it's, it's, all, it's all about the numbers. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about oh man look look at this guy here. Let's you become sure. a number two. So I finally got to a point. I was like, hey man. So I put my two weeks in, and I did, and I gave him a letter. It was a beautiful letter. Put it together, and I told him, I said, you don't have you don't have any idea how much of a family you guys are to me. Like f- through thick and thin, you guys have always been there. I appreciate every damn thing that I've ever learned here. I love you for it. But I've got to move on. I've got to move forward for my family. I've got to do something different. We've got to make something else. Now let happen. me ask you a question: The guys sure. that took over from the two men that retired, right? Were they part of the company as well? Did they move up through the ranks like you did? Um, they or were, were they outsiders? They no, they were a part of the company. They were their they were their offspring. Okay, that made it different because that that was their family oh, yeah. who had that company. You know, so I'm the only one that's not family technically. Um, and, and our treatment manager, he's not family, but um, it was a little bit more difficult for me. But when our when our CEO was retiring, they put four people in the running for it, and they brought a guy in from Indiana um, to basically talk to all of us to see who would be best for CEO ship. And they actually put me in the runnings with the three family members. Which was, I think, was kind of a kick in the britches to them because they're like, why, why the fuck is he even in the running? You know right. what I mean? Um, well, just because your family don't mean you're good at running the business. Right. So the thing that I think sets the the, the best with me is our CEO now, who, who was chosen, who has been our CEO for so, so much time now, over his brother and his cousin – because the last question we were asked by this guy was like, okay, so if you weren't awarded CEO ship, who would you say would be best for it? And all of them chose him. I even chose him because if I can't choose myself, I chose him. And he didn't choose his brother or his cousin. He chose me. And he's our CEO. And that in itself gave me some concrete stability that you know yeah. I'm, I'm on the right path you know like things things are I, i'm not that gives you respect yeah no doubt and and there was some loss there was some lost because I, I remember when my sister died um and i don't remember what was ha- what happened at the time but i really wanted to see him there and he didn't show up for that because he had something going on i get it you can't plan right. for somebody dying or whatever i get yeah. that 
but man, I have I had put so much and so much time invested into that company. You know, I felt like everybody there was my family, and I and I wanted them all to be there to show support. Now there were some there. Well, there's there's, um, and I'm, not, I'm I know you're not trying to be devil's advocate or nothing, but like I mean, He's that was probably a, that was that hurt me a little bit. It really. I did. mean, you got to be there, bro. I mean. <clears throat> When you're around, especially people you work with like that, right? That is your family, like you said, for a simple fact that you're around them more than you are your family, right? And uh, that that does that does sting when you need people, and those people that technically, I guess, need you on a daily basis aren't there when you right. need them. It's kind of it hurts on the non-reciprocatory. It was it was kind of tough. It was kind of tough, but. That being said, the uh, one of those guys, there's three of them now. There's three owners now. Uh, technically five if you count their wives because um, one of them's not married. Uh, but out of, the, out of the three that took on the um, the two general, um, you know, the two that, that started or, or bought the business from N.W. himself, um, there's one that's going to retire really soon, like – I think it's less than a year at this point. And as far as our conversations have been going forward, I'm supposed to take on his role when he retires. Like I'm literally going to be buying him out. So at that point, my salary changes completely because it will be more of a dividend as opposed to, right. you know, I mean, there'll be a salary awarded regardless, but there'll be a dividend also on the company's profits. Um, and I'll be paying him based on those, and there's like a ten year period to where I pay him, and then um, that portion of the company is mine. So the only thing I think that would keep me from staying there and not doing my own thing, because I could do my own thing right fucking now and make what I'm making right now. Right. I know that I can not not just because of this climate, but but because everybody needs water. Um, the only thing keeping me from that. Or the only thing that would change that is if for some reason the brothers got together and said, okay, here's the deal. We're going to buy half of his since he retired and let Landon have the other half and, and cut me out of a third and give, me, and, and give me a portion of that third. That's the, that's the only thing that would change that. Now, if they did that. Well, that's kind of like backhand. <clears throat> it would be, yeah. You know. So, so if I that happens in any ways, I'm out. I have a question about. But I'm you holding out because it's less notice. than a year at this point. So you put in your notice. I did, and then they offered you more money. It won't just more money. Um, it was they gave me my position back because I went through a time. So right after my divorce, um, I just kind of went into a point to where I was like, you know what, fuck everything, and ended up catching a damn Dewey. Been there, done that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And not proud of it whatsoever, but ended up catching that shit. Um, and I lost my CDL, which made me lose my position because at the time I was running the whole drilling operation. Um, so we moved the next guy up in line, which was my cousin's husband, which is a great, great friend of mine, will always be a great friend of mine. Um, he moved up, up into that position. Well, I got, I got demoted down to working for one of these guys. Um, and I worked like that for two and a half years and wanted to leave every fucking day and couldn't because I had this thing just lingering over my head. Responsibility? Well, 
Well, it won't, won't even that. It won't even that. It was just like just working under somebody that I had so many so many years work beside, you know. But I'm saying and, you had commitments in your life that didn't let you just walk off. Yeah, no doubt. No, no doubt. Because if I would have walked off if I didn't have children, I would have just been like, fuck it. I live in a box. I don't give a shit. But I had children. So I had to constantly, like, keep shit going. And it hurt, man. Like, I, I dwindled down to nothing, didn't have shit, didn't, and then... I started to see some silver lining. Like I, I had, I had some people in my life at the time who started to believe in me in ways that I didn't think they could. And before you know it, I was like, uh, I was like, well, shit, man, maybe this thing may turn around. But it, it all depends on the judgment. And I went through the, through Johnson County. I got the the best attorney in Johnson County. And he told me, he said, man, there, there's uh, there's no way out of this. I mean, you're you're gonna you're gonna serve a penalty for this regardless, and it's gonna hurt you because until you can get your CDO back there or until you can get your license back straight or whatever, I saw no way out of it, man. I'm two and a half years into this, and then this son of a bitch. The last I remember the last court date we ever went to, we went to um, Johnson County Courthouse, and uh, he came up to me. He said, "Do you remember when I told you if I got you out of this clean and clear?" that you owe me another $1,000. And I was like, no, sir, I don't remember that. He said, do you want me to pull the recorder up because I got it recorded? And I'm like, no, sir, that's not necessary. He's like, I'm telling you right now, this is done. This is dismissed. The court system will voluntarily dismiss this all right now. I'm like, so you're telling me I owe you $1,000? He said, more dollars because I've already two and a half years into this. You know what I've paid. And uh, he was like, yes, sir, that's what I'm telling you. I was like, okay, I go to the bank right now. And I went to the fucking bank, and I brought him his $1,000, and I gave him the money, and I asked him, I, I said, I just need to know what the fuck happened. He said, the well, man- Half of that money went to the judge. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. No, the man, no, that, that used to happen until he got in trouble for that shit. And if anybody from Johnson County knows exactly who the fuck I'm talking about right now. Uh-huh. I will not say his name on this. Uh-huh. So, the man that arrested me that night- Got caught doing some real shady shit for the town of Clayton Police Department. And because of that, he got fired. And because he got fired from the police department, everything that he touched prior to that was tainted. They threw it out. God works in mysterious ways. He does, man. It's weird because how how often does that happen? I mean, well, I not, get it. Trust me, I've had him work in my life in it's ways weird, man. It's I'd, so I'd weird. be in jail right now for twenty years if he hadn't put himself in. It's positions so in weird, my life. man. But it's like, it was like an automatic reset. So then I started to build on that, and I was like, okay, from here on out, I'm I'm rolling with it. So then I got so when I was about to leave, it was because I was all I was already demoted down to this position, and I was like, I'm not doing this no more, and then. So I put my two weeks in, and they come back with, okay, here's the deal. We we recognize what's going on. We're going to give you your position back. But also, here's what we're going to do, and here's what we're going to do. And it, it pretty much put me in a position where I cannot fucking walk away from this, you know, because they've been paying my child's fucking um, insurance for like 10 years now. You know, that alone – that's a lot. The thing that gets me, lot. though, is when you approach a, an employer and you say, it's time for me to move on. And then they start offering you the, right. the, the more money. So it's why like, weren't you worth that exactly. before? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. No You're doubt. Like, 
And I've thought about it that now. I've thought about time and time again. I have. And then I thought about also if I was in that position as the employer and I'm like, fuck, how would I have handled that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I probably would have been a little different, but I don't know, man. Like that. What is that? What does the employer do? Do they do they get as much as they can out of that fucking turnip until turnip realizes it don't have to be a turnip no more? I think you know what I'm saying. No. I Richard Richard Branson said it best. I love that motherfucker, dude. He he said it best. He said, "It's not the point of your customers are always right and taking care of your customers. It's the point of taking care of your employees. So once you take care of them, guess what they do? They Make take care customer of your customers. You damn right. So as long as you take care of them, you're golden. He's a fucking genius. The problem is, a lot of fuckers don't listen to him." My company included. But that's because most employers are looking at their bottom line saying, Oh, we need to increase profit and Well but it's not only that at the end of the day you em- need to keep the if you don't keep your employees happy Yeah. Well, in turn they're not gonna make the customers happy. Well a lot of employers and a lot of this um the small businesses like we're talking about is what I call the AT and T plan. And the reason I call it the AT and T plan is because it's the friends and family plan. If you're not on the list of the friends and family, then you're nothing. You know, like that's how it is at my company. If you're not on the AT and T plan, you're you're fucking nothing. Yeah, you're not worth shit. You know, and they treat you like that to a certain degree. And so, if you're not on the friends and family plan, you're fucked. Yeah, and that's small businesses though, but they definitely don't listen to Richard Branson. That's probably why they're not billionaires, and he is. But. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. yeah, but yeah, exactly. he's made some crazy decisions recently too. Well, I mean, he did go ahead and outer space and all. He can make them now. Yeah, but he he's can also make them now. Letting these weirdos wear dresses to work. So, but when you make those decisions, I mean, when you make that kind of money, you can make bullshit decisions and they don't matter no more. Yeah, you can do crazy <laughs> stuff like that. So, who? What? What's the grounds my gears tonight? Then somebody's got to have some grounds my gears. Some what? I, well, I mean, I. Mine is always work. Always got to do with work. Right. But what grinds my gears. Obviously. <laughs> well, I mean, Grandma, it, it does well, have to do. Well, we've been talking about work quite a bit for the past 10 minutes. So. It, do, it does have to do with work, but it's not necessarily my work in general. It's everybody's work. It's more or less the people in the work. Okay. My grinds my gears is people that complain moan and bitch why they don't get what everyone else might get or what somebody else got when they have no inclination to learn nothing new they don't try they haven't worked for that shit right at no point right they don't try whatsoever and they sit there and do the bare minimum if that at their own job to start with right and then have the audacity to complain about what somebody else gets when yet they have done nothing to change their, you know, their job right. and what they're doing. They didn't take on any extra responsibility. They didn't even try to. They don't even try to do their job hardly. And then they complain. Well, you know, I mean, I get it. Sometimes you don't really get what you, because in my, my opinion, from what I've done, things like that, I'm not really getting what I'm owed for the things I've gone above and beyond. But I did go above and beyond. So I got the privilege of working from home because I've gone above and beyond. Right. Well, 
there's guys at my work right now that sit there and fuss and moan about that. Well, those guys either have one job or can barely do their own job. Right. I got 10 jobs. You know what I mean? I do. If you were to fire me right now, you're going to have to fire or hire five people to replace what I do. Mm-hmm. And I went above and beyond. That's why I get to work from home. I know that feeling. That's why I get to work from home. And they fuss about it all day long that I get to work from home and act like it's some big, you know, travesty that I get to work from home and they don't. But yet, motherfucker, one guy in particular at my work, he was, I took him under my wing and tried to teach him the things I know. I took him off to a class out in Florida to get his certification and everything for what I do. Well, when it comes time for me to go on vacation and not be there, he stood up in front of everybody, managers and all, and said, I'm not going to do it. You're going to have to get somebody else. I ain't doing it. You have no right to bitch about me working from home or anything like that when you blatantly said what you were trained to do, what I trained you to do, and you sit there and said, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And now he's mad that I'm training someone else to do it. Because now he's kicked to the curb, pretty much. It's your own fault, bro. You stood up more than once in front of everyone and said that you're plain and simple not going to do it because you, you know, don't get paid enough or, oh, well, Josh gets paid this. He should do it. I'm on vacation. I trained you to do it. You get paid more than some other guys in there because of that. I ain't feeling none of that shit. So... What right do you have to bitch at this moment? None whatsoever. You're lucky you got a job. Because honestly, if I was the boss, you're fired. Gone. Yep. You're fired today. Especially after. Is he part of that younger generation? No. He's older than I am. Damn. Only by a year. But still, he's older than I am. But still. He could still feel like entitled though. Well, that's the thing. Like that. I earned the spot that I'm in. I created the whole fucking kit and caboodle that I'm doing. Right. You know, and. Everything that come along with it, I created it from scratch, from zero. And I tried to bring him in and teach him. And now he don't have nothing but bad things to say and bitch and moan and groan the whole time. And then when you say, hey, can you help me out? No, I ain't fucking doing it. Yeah, well, that's all right some straight then. bullshit. All right then. That's I mean, some straight bullshit, no doubt. You know, and of course, what I have, the qualm I have with my work is the upper management that instead of saying, all right, motherfucker, hit the road then. Instead of, you know, doing the right thing and, and you know, giving them pretty much an ultimatum. Because my point is to, uh, you know, shape up or ship out. Right. Ordeal, right? Because one of the first things I learned in business was you change the people around you. When you're the manager and this is your kitten caboodle, this is your baby. Right. You change the people around you or you change the people around you. Yeah. And what that means is you change their mind and how they act, and or you change who they are. Right. Because if they're not going to change their mind and do like they're supposed to, you need to get rid of them. Yeah, no doubt. And this motherfucker really needs to have an ultimatum of, look, you can go off and do this, go back to driving a truck, go back to something like that, and if you say no, you do not have a place at this company. No. So that's your ultimatum. That's what needs to be told to them, but that's not what's happening. Instead, management's letting him be the uh, the cancer of the department, <laughs> I guess you could say, and that's not that's not good. That that makes everybody else then 
be disgruntled when they see that or the guy that's not making as much as him that's putting in more effort. Yeah, why should I work this hard? Because exactly. you don't have to let this guy work that Yeah, hard. now now they're creating that cancer in the whole damn place because of this guy. And he's not the only one. There's a couple of them that are creating the cancer, but I'm just saying that's what grinds gonna my gears. going to come back to bite him in the ass eventually. Eventually. Eventually, but... Like I said, the people that they need to let be in charge, unfortunately, I feel like is me, <laughs> of course. But uh, you got my vote. The reason, well, the reason they won't let me is because I'll actually do what is needed, what is the right thing to do. And you know, unfortunately, there are people like that. You can't help those kind of people. If you're going to sit there and say, you know, I'm not going to do it or I'm not going to learn anything different, well, I can't help you then. You either sit right here and do your job, and if you don't do that. I can't use you. You're you're gone. I'm not I'm not here to fucking be a charity. You know, but of course they don't they don't look at it like that. I guess they are a fucking charity. I don't know. Maybe they're their own fucking charity. I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but Well, I think Josh had uh, enough grinds my gears for every fucking body. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I got some grinds. Do you? Yes, sir. Well well fucking spill them. Okay. But I'm gonna go what spill them. What grinds my gear? Josh, listen carefully. Is <laughs> what is going on in the world today with all this uh, insanity with the drag queen story time and everything else like that, trying to sexualize our children and do all this stuff. And I have friends of mine that go out and protest these events. But I do not see any church people there. And as a Christian, I would think that there would be more church groups involved with this. Because to me, what I feel is going on in the world is a complete battle between good and evil. Right. There's evil people trying to run the world and turn it into a godless society. And without God in my life, I wouldn't have any of the things that I have. I'm not sitting here trying to preach... You know, I mean, I understand there's people that feel that the part of the church's mission is to go out and spread the word. But at the end of the day, there's so much stuff going on in the world. And I don't see the church stepping up, even the little local ones coming out as a, as an American. Protest is part of our part of the amendments. The Bill of Rights. That's the first one. We are allowed to protest, you know, yeah. and there's five parts to the First Amendment. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion. Freedom of uh, protest or redress of grievances. Exactly. Redress of grievances to yep. the government. And without, it just bewilders me that there's not more church groups and I don't know if this is just based on my experience here locally in the North Carolina area, and maybe it happens in other parts of the country, but the fact that these, down in Wilmington, they've had these story time things, and I have friends of mine that have gone out and protested and shut these things down. Listen, when it comes down to these things with the drag, time, the drag queen story times, if as an adult you're free to do whatever you want in your your home, that's your 
That's your castle. Do what you want behind closed doors. I'm not interested. I don't want you coming to my house and telling me what to do behind my closed doors. So be it. We're adults. Why is it that they even want children at these events is the major question that should be being asked. Well, you know why. Oh, I understand why. They want to... It goes back to the whole thing with erasing masculinity in the the world today, removing the father figure from the homes. It it goes back to all of that. Trying to take our weapons away from us so we are able to defend ourselves from a tyrannical government. Well, I mean, one of the the reasons, I guess, why or... One of the things is, and, and my this is my opinion, of course, and this is what I've just drawn from conclusions, just my opinion, is they have an effort to depopulate the world. Sure. And in each generation, it has more than doubled the amount of people that say they're bi, homo, or trans, right? So in each generation, in your generation, Gen X, right? It was, I think, 10%. My generation... It was even lower than that, I think. Well, I think in my generation, millennials, it's like 20%. And then in Gen Z, it's like 30 or 40%. If it keeps going that way, the whole world's going to be gay. Well, what can, what can gay people not do? Procreate. Exactly. So if you're depopulating the world, there's a quick way to do it. But one of the main ways, really, too, is, is you know our testosterone levels are, are plummeting. And they've been talking about that a lot on the news lately. But Speak that's for been, yourself. Well, that's not for us, but for exactly. generations <laughs> generations below us and things like that. But, uh, you know, that's happening. And if you can't repopulate the world, because Elon Musk has talked about the, the rate of which we're having babies. And we're not having enough babies to sustain what we have now in the world. So in two generations you know we have 7.5 billion plus people right now well in two or three generations we're not going to have that we're going to have way less than that we're going to have six billion five billion it's going down and everybody thinks the world is overpopulated no sir it is not and you know with the the way the that we're having babies nowadays and then of course when you talk about the the population of the the homosexuals or the bi's or the trans or whatever that are not able to procreate, we're going to come to a point to where the depopulation is going to be a generational thing. It's not going to be a uh, a, a thing of um, of of people trying to kill one another. I guess you could say, or, or some some people thought it was the vaccine. But <laughs> oh, that's just part of it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's. Is yours? No, they're mine. Get the sun. What the hell, dude? We got a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> yeah, dog ran dude, off of my sunglasses. There's dog prints all. I mean, it's got to be teeth prints all over those by now. It's all right. How the fuck did she get them off the table? They're not. They're. I got them right here. On, I had them on my hat. <sighs> It's my own fault. But um, he look, Josh did not demonize the puppy. <laughs> you, you see how that works? Uh, they're not too bad. I just need new lenses. Where's the other arm? 
I don't know. Long story short, I think that everybody should be involved. I think the world needs to wake up to what's going on. And I don't know what it's going to take. Maybe Netflix getting shut down for a week might wake people up. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think uh, these, these midterms will tell us if people are waking up or not. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about like how all these lunatics are out there, I feel that there's no way to get an actual, accurate picture because the people that have the same views as we do have been demonized. You right. mean you had well real men had, and masculinity has been demonized. Oh and everything that we stand for. Family, you know, country, uh hard work and at the end of the day, we're not. I, I personally, I'm not going to answer a poll to these people to let exactly. them. They call yeah. me all the time and text me and shit. All these fucking polls. Oh please, I'm not answering that shit. The only people that answer that shit are the fucking probably left leaning type folks. I mean, I, I mean I've donated plenty of money. Not. I've donated plenty of money towards uh, Second Amendment groups, but when it comes down to it, and they want me to put my name on some paper, I'm, I'm not, not doing, doing it. it. Yeah, because. I don't need some guy knocking on my door in the middle of the night. I mean, just recently you had a man who was a very outspoken pro-life who was being verbally attacked with his child at a protest, and he pushed one of these Antifa-type lunatics, green-haired freaks, and the next day he had 20... FBI agents with semi-automatic yeah. weapons trying to serve a warrant in his house where in normal times the lawyers would be contacted and then you would go down and turn yourself in. But no, let's sensationalize it and leak it to CNN and have them standing by with their cameras to show the whole event. So I, I'm not sticking my name on any kind of piece of paper. So Most definitely, me neither. I, I really hope that people get up off their ass come November 8th and get out and vote and get rid of these people, especially. And it isn't even a Democratic or Republican thing anymore because half the Republicans out there are bags of shit, too. You know, it's the same turd, and yeah. one side's blue and the other side's red. I mean, I mean we've had Tom Tillis. Both third party. Fuck it. It's you can't even do I that wish. though. You, you know can't. What I mean? You cannot. You can't. You cannot at that level. Yeah, but it, you in can't that vote. Case, you can't vote third party for fucking president. But if if you got two bags of shit and one's worse than the other, then just vote third party. And see what the fuck happens because we haven't well, yet. South oh, yeah. Park. You South know? Park <laughs> hit the nail on the head when they said you have your choice between a turd sandwich or a douchebag. <laughs> Those are your choices. And obviously, those are pretty much our choices nine times out of ten. No. Because they I'm a huge advocate of third party, man. Me too. Man, if, but, but no, I mean. If it could win. Here, that's the thing, though. Like, we're, all, we're, we're always hitting that if it could win, we might would do it. So instead, we're going to pick the lesser of the two evils. But yeah. what if the majority fucking picked the best instead of the lesser of the two evils? Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? What do you think Rand Paul is? Rand fucking Paul, third party. He's a well. He runs as a Republican, but he's still third party. In though. all reality, yeah. he is a third party. No independent. doubt. No doubt. But you know they're far and few between. You yeah, know, you've got yeah, a handful yeah. of them across the country that are actually doing it and stepping up. 
but it is difficult. I mean, even right here in Johnson County, I had a friend hey. of mine that tried to run for school board, and they created their own illegal pack to and then. In here, in this county, the people with the control are the land developers because that's what's the major power play right, right now. You know, I mean, they're throwing up houses like hotcakes. So they're the ones that are running stuff around here. And you still have that old boy network that wants to keep all everything hunky dory and feed the war machine and stuff like that. But yeah, we're in trouble time. So keep buying ammo. Could you imagine if Ross Perot had won presidency? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Could you imagine? Like, we, we live in a different fucking world, man. Yeah. You know? I think about a lot of things like that. But, I mean, even like you got that lunatic Bernie Sanders, and they stole the damn nomination away from him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, well, the thing is, and here's my opinion on that, too, is the Democrats... You know, when they stole from Bernie, and if you looked at the Democrat primary before this last election, Joe Biden was not the front runner at all. Not even Nor was Kamala, none of them. The front runner was pretty much Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And I honestly think that they cheated in the Democratic primaries, which that's already been proven that they did to get Bernie out of the way. And then Joe Biden shot up like a fucking rocket all of a sudden out of nowhere. In the Democratic primaries. Well, guess what he did? The same thing in the fucking presidential election. He was losing. Then shot up out of nowhere. And I honestly think that they kind of used the Democratic primary as a practice facility. Oh, yeah. Practice run. Right. A practice run to see what they can get away with, what they could do. And then, boom, presidential election came and there they go. Um, Because you can't tell me that his backwards views of the world, the way things are, that a majority of people in America feel the way that he did about those things. You just can't tell me that. It's it's impossible to tell me that. I don't care if you're from New York City. I don't care if you're from Los Angeles. I don't care. There's no way in hell you can tell me that that cat, his views were what, you know, the majority of the people want. But... Well, I hope it goes the same way that Virginia did with how they pissed off enough mothers to awaken a sleeping bear and flip that where you have the governor of Virginia that's yeah. passing laws, outlawing all sorts of that transgender, CRT, ESG, all that crap. Mm-hmm. Well, so. the, the number one voter for the Democratic Party of, of those natures is uh, suburban white women, so. If you change their minds, oh my goodness, there's going to be a, a wave coming. But anyways, that's enough for this show. We need to call her up tonight. And if you have any interesting topics or a good whiskey you need us to try, hit us up, sonsofbatches at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook. The Book of Faces. The Book of Faces. The Book of Crack. You will find or Sons of Batches on it. The Gram of Insta. You can hit us up on that as well. At Sons of Batches. Anyways, peace out, bitches. Hoorah. Peace.